0: and welcome to ringpost radio the only show that when it has a I don't know maybe pay-per-view of the year contender comes at you with an instant reaction show you are listening to this on the only on the podcast audio feed of ringpost radio uh, but we are recording this at 12 11 a.m <laughs> directly after the pay-per-view the pay-per-view of revolution for aew has just ended for us. For you, you had a sleep and woke up to the our voices. Uh, I am Ryan Nightsy with me, as always, on our usual Ring Post Radio show, here, repping Boston pride with his headband. He's game for the show, Scotty Edwards. Scotty, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Give me the vibe check.
1: Oh, vibe check. Vibes are good. Vibes are good here at... 12 12 a.m uh here on a nice monday morning you gotta remind everybody the day because i don't think uh that can be appreciated enough that this is happening before both of us will eventually wake up and go to work thankfully i work nights so it's not as bad for me for ryan on the other hand it's gonna be terrible but you know we love this shit we're here for this
0: uh what a pay-per-view what a pay-per-view if it was a bad pay-per-view i think we would have just scanned it so that's true that's definitely true but i yeah, at this point i don't have any i don't hold on i don't have any faith that aew will deliver a bad pay-per-view does that make sense Does that no sen- does no. that sense, uh, sense yeah
1: um i don't know i know what you meant yes well what you meant was you don't see aew giving us a bad pay-per-view no. anytime soon and i think that is agreeable i that is what last I mean year's revolution was probably the last one I could say was bad. That was the, um, the, uh, the firework, um, ending. Well, I feel like the majority of that show is pretty good up until the ending. I don't remember the show besides Hikaru Shida versus Ryoma
0: Muzanami. So was that on the show? Oh my God. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold on. So before we review this show, we got to We got to look back. Um, let's see. Uh, cage match i don't know why cage match is now the first option when i type in yeah
1: i mean it's been a year since that revolution so i guess it's only
0: fair i think that that revolution i think had cody versus darby i think No. okay here we go we got uh i don't know oh this is an interesting show indeed uh young bucks versus chris jericho and mjf dave give it four and a quarter Casino tag team Royal Royale match with Pac and Ray Phoenix winning. That's four stars from Dave yet again. Um Hikarashida versus Ryu Mizunami. Kip Sabian Kip Sabian and Miro versus Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy. <laughs> the big money match of Adam I think Page, I'm right. Adam Page versus Matt Hardy. I think I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> the face of the revolution ladder match of Scorpio Sky winning Darby Allen and Sting versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks was that that was the um that was the uh cinematic match right
1: yeah this is also the last pay-per-view without fans mm-hmm. like full crowd so I feel like
0: I'm I'm right here and then Kenny Omega versus Moxley yeah no that show kind that of a stinker sunk. kind of a stinker Um, but this is the last
1: th- it's the last time it was bad, but guess what? This one, this was the opposite of a stinker. It
0: was. It smelled wonderful. <laughs> I, I legit think we have in front of us potentially a pay per view of the year already, and it's March. Yeah, and yeah. I, don't, I mean, am I mad about it? No, of course not. But boy, howdy, they were multiple, multiple. Four plus star matches on this dang card. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, anyway, I, and maybe do I talk a little bit quieter than I usually do? Well, guess what? It's twelve fifteen a.m. We're going to give you minute by minute updates. <laughs> I have a sleeping girlfriend in the other room. I'm going to do my best to be on yeah. good behavior. Yeah. Uh, and again, I, when you said we are risking our lives on this, I technically have to wake up to get to work um at like 6 30 in the morning which is like you know six and a half hours from now or you know six six and f- hours and 15 minutes i could probably stretch that to seven but uh yeah so i'm gonna be and we oh and also we got and that's just right now we have to record the entire episode <laughs>
1: yeah 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 so let's uh get to it uh pay-per-view of the year yeah it's the early contender i think that's fair um the 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 potential pay-per-views to beat it I mean, AW has three more pay per views, so we can't forget about that. That's true. Uh, you know, double or nothing, returning to Las Vegas, and so on and so forth. Uh, but this was a great start. This is a great start to the year. They're on a roll, an absolute roll. Um, we just had a pay per view here, the first pay per view without Kenny Omega, and well, it certainly got a teaser of Kenny Omega. Well, we did. It got my hopes up. Uh, so it, it, that made me think he's coming back soon enough, but that's besides the point uh i'm definitely with you right now the leader in the clubhouse for show of the year
0: and probably show of the year so far i'm trying to think yeah, of other great else. shows wrestle kingdom i don't think i don't think either three nights of wrestle kingdom shape now up. if you
1: can find all the best matches of wrestle kingdom maybe maybe yeah but that's not how that works so Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: There was that. Well, there was that Noah show at the beginning of the year. That was pretty good, but was pretty it wasn't good. this good. It's um, this. There was, of course, uh, change your narrative. You know, that's
1: ah. Let's not.
0: Let's that's not. I think we talked about that enough on the uh, traditional <laughs> podcast. But <laughs> well, let's talk about AEW Revolution. Let's start off with the buy-in. Buy-in, of course, uh, on YouTube. Uh, I thought the buy-in itself was also pretty good. I, I really enjoyed the buy-in here. Uh, starting off the buy-in, of course, with... I'm going to say buy-in 12 more times. Uh, starting off the buy-in <laughs> with Layla Hirsch versus Chris Statlander of Layla Hirsch getting the win. Uh, and 9 minutes and 51 seconds after the inclusion of a turnbuckle that was hidden under the ring that Layla Hirsch used to win the match.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Overall, the buy-in I thought was really good. I thought this match was again really good um well well really good in a sense of like it was probably my favorite women's match on the entire show oh god oh god oh god
0: (laughs) things are breaking down
1: uh but i think it was probably my favorite women's match on the entire show i think chris statlander is very good i think layla hirsch does a lot of cool um cool stuff so it worked out and you know they had the feud to build behind it so it actually felt important like there was meaning behind the match so uh yeah i enjoyed it it was good uh good start to the buy-in i I won't say good start to the pay-per-view because the actual start to the mm, baby
0: yeah i thought this was outstanding i thought you know this might may or may not be a hot take i don't think it is um i think this is the best women's match of the night um yeah i think I this was outstanding work between hey, Chris easily not easily but also you know this wasn't like the best match on the show by far you know no no but it was very it was worked very well i very much <laughs> oh. enjoyed layla hirsch doing arm work the entire time and then just winning by hitting someone with this the uh the excess uh the turnbuckle underneath the ring I uh, just great heel work there, you know. It's just simple. It's like, oh, I'm gonna beat you down, but guess what? I'm still gonna hit you over the head of the thing because I don't like you, uh, and it's just perfect. It goes right into the story, makes sense. Uh, Statlander's trying to kill Hir- Hirsch, but Hirsch ultimately is just like, well, I'm just gonna beat you up. At some yeah. point, we'll probably have a dark match main event where it's Hirsch and Statlander in some sort of no DQ sort of style match, and I. I'm excited to see that happen, I guess. That feels Rampage-esque. Yeah, you're right. We started this sort of on a Rampage. That would probably be a good idea to end this on Rampage. Maybe that's this Friday. We didn't get a lot of... uh, Think about it. We didn't get a lot of... I mean, we got some matches announced, but I feel like they usually announce a bunch of stuff.
1: Yeah, we got two for Dynamite so far. Um, I think there's still a lot of fallout from the overall show that they didn't want to announce yet, so Mm I guess we'll wait and see.
0: Yeah. Which makes me think we'll get a lot more stuff at Dynamite, I guess. Or prepping for Dynamite. But yeah, I-, I thought this was an outstanding match between these two ladies. Yeah, I agree. Um, great way to kick it all off. Well, then we'll move on to Hook. In all caps, versus QT Marshall on the buy-in. Uh with Hook defeating QT Marshall in a little under five minutes. Uh, I would have to look at it. Probably the longest Hook match on record. Um, (laughs) yeah it definitely was (laughs) and this is his sixth match this was the longest by nearly two minutes um what did you think of this uh got the job done i think that's the
1: best way to like you knew it wasn't going to be something to remember but it was the next uh stepping point stepping next i don't know stair for hooking his (laughs) climb to the top uh he's he's really good he he's got all the suplex stuff down. He's got a good submission game. His mm-hmm. his punches look good, um, and I thought Q T Marshall did his best to you know kind of make him look good. You know, Q T Marshall's a guy that has beaten Cody Rhodes on AEW television, like for example. So it's it it's a guy that you add. The most impressive win thus far um, is it that impressive? Not necessarily. But it's a win for a Hook. It got him on the pay per view in some form. The people love him, and that's really all you can ask for.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with QT uh, playing his part extremely well. I thought he did an extremely good job playing his part here as being sort of the mm-hmm. um, you know the 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 goober teacher. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you know, just a little a lot of flailing, a lot of being a butt. Um, the opposite of a certain other teacher that we see later
1: in the night kind of teacher
0: oh trainer yeah yeah, yeah type yeah. thing I like that I like that yeah he's he's a he's a low card heel q t Marshall heel is um and I think he did his part well here on putting a over hook you know was it my favorite hook squash no, but it was very much serviceable and did a good job continuing the per, hook the continuing the hook story
1: it was probably the best he looked in terms of like having to take punishment we haven't seen him do that yet, so like that's true, that's true. that was an interesting part for me to watch um it's all about building him uh you know and mm-hmm. he's just he's just a star
0: that's developing as we watch him wrestle yeah no, I agree. Um let's move on to the I think there's not much more we can say about Hook and KD Marshall.
1: <laughs> no, 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 you can move on. No, I'm doing I'm doing that about the next match
0: because it was like so good. House of Bro- Black, Brody King, buy-in. Buddy Matthews, and Malachi Black. You're right, it was for the buy-in. Um versus Pac Penta Oscuro uh and Eric Redbeard with uh <laughs> what do they call him? The Demon Priest, Alex Aberjantes. For a second there I thought he was NWO Sting. Um, uh, what did you think of this match I think I was not I think overall for a lot of the matches I was a little bit lower than most people this match I feel like I was way lower than most people
1: I thought it was fun Um, I think that's like my biggest takeaway like you know there was a lot of cool stuff there I saw some people tossing you know the good old four around I I don't think I was going that high Um, but I thought it I got the job done. It kind of made me think, okay, well, if they can do this with Eric Redbeard, I just imagine how great the match will be with Phoenix when he's ultimately ready. Cause that's, that's clearly the match we're waiting for. Um, and I thought House of Black winning was the right move and you had Redbeard there to pin. So it all, it all worked out. Right. Um, I guess my biggest takeaway though, is like, can we just like have pack do something else, please? I'm kind of done with him doing all the death triangle stuff. And that's coming from someone that likes Death Triangle. I just, he should be challenging for the TNT title, or being in contenders matches or tournaments. Like when the Owen comes around, if Pac's not in, I'm gonna just be upset. You know, like I think that was my biggest takeaway. I was like, okay, you know, Malachi Black has his thing with the House of Black, but I think Death Triangle has run its run its course. If you're not gonna do trios titles.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that a lot. I really enjoyed Pac Pack, whatever you want to pronounce his name as. Uh, I really enjoyed him as that sort of um, what's the, uh, upper mid Carter. I really missed it. Yeah. Now he, I mean, to be fair, a lot of the a lot of it's the pandemic slowing him down, and a lot of it is just injuries from here and there. Um, you know, which I don't. You know what? Are you what are you gonna do? But. Yeah, no, I I would like to see. I think he's a very suitable, you know, challenger for Adam Page. And yet, you know, it doesn't feel like we're anywhere close to ever doing that. Unless it is history, too. Yeah, they have the history, too. It's well-established lore. And I don't feel like we're going to get to it anytime soon. We might. I think you're right. Like some sort of Owen Hart tournament victory. Um, But yeah, I think you're right. I'm going to say my four stars. Uh, for the when Phoenix returns match, because that match is 100% now, gonna be a, a killer. I don't like to guarantee
1: like four stars, but that would be one of the ones that I'd like guarantee like at least four because I, I just think all of those items mesh really well together. Because yeah. I mean, all things considered, our red beard
0: looks better than I expected. That, uh, I was, you know, I was like I said, I was kind of low on this match. Uh, You know, I went, I I was super low. The cage match has it nearly at eight, (laughs) seven point nine eight, and I'm at so what? That'd be a four on cage match. Seven point nine eight, yeah, it's four. Yeah, I'm at like a two and a half. Oh wow, super low. I'm. I was at three and a half. I felt. I thought the match was so. I'm. I thought this match was. I think even the crowd helped it a lot. That's true. I thought the match was perfectly fine, perfectly okay. Um, the I thought the high spots were very well done, mm-hmm. but everything in between didn't really mesh well. There was that one stretch at the end there of Brody King and Eric Redbeer facing off that just sort of felt disjointed and awkwardly slow that i wasn't really enjoying and i wasn't sure if like there was like a a a bump that kind of rattled red beard a little bit but it was just it kind of like fell apart a little bit and it was just like in between the high spots you know it was just like all right you know yeah (sighs) okay you know we're gonna figure something out i thought eric red beard held his own i felt that buddy matthews was there? I don't remember anything specifically that Buddy Matthews <laughs> did. Uh, he almost fell when he's doing that uh, diving Evan Bourne style knees. Um, yeah, that that did that happen. That's all I remember from Buddy Matthews. Honestly, fair um, enough. Yeah, no, I, you know, and you're right. I think it's it, it, it is a perfectly fine match. I think the House of Black is still figuring itself out, honestly, as a as a cohesive team. Yeah. Um, and Buddy Matthews. I mean, how many matches has he had since WWE?
1: Not many. He yeah, had one against Malachi Black. I remember that. Um, it was uh, like Russell Kate or something.
0: He is. He actually had a lot of matches. Uh, yeah, one against had Okada. One, one, um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 13, 14, 15, 16. This is was his seventeenth match. So he's had a lot. <laughs> I guess that's not that many though, when you think of how long he's been
1: gone. Like he is. He got signed a lot later than most that get released from WWE. Like he he wrestled Okada in what
0: November, December, something like that. His last yes. match. His last match was the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal in April. That was on SmackDown. Remember they did WrestleMania. Smackdown. Oh yeah.
1: They're like, yeah, here it is.
0: Yeah. Do you who remember? even won? I don't care. <laughs> I was about to ask you, can tell me who won the 2021 Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Couldn't even begin to guess. I can give you the participants. Maybe that'll help. No, no, no. We don't we don't need to waste this time. What Just tell me who it is. Oh uh, well, okay. Well then it was uh Jay Uso. Uh, okay. Sure. Um let's see. Awesome. Um, one, two, three, four, five.
1: What are you counting? Six, seven. I think you're just trying to procrastinate.
0: Now, there's no reason. It is 12 30 a.m., sir. <laughs> seven of the people that were in the Battle Royal no longer work for the company. That's... Not shocking. That's actually lower than I expected. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. The, um, but yeah, no. I, I, I kind of low on this match. I, I do agree that I think there's a better match out there, um with Phoenix well, involved.
1: Yeah, there's one without R- Eric redbeard
0: <laughs> Yeah, true. But um, but I thought Eric redbeard held his own. You know, for what it was. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, like I said, I thought he looked better than I ever expected. And is he getting the call back? No. Nope. Mm, maybe for dark. Eric, maybe for there's a no reason he didn't get a graphic. That's true. A lot of people got graphics tonight, and Eric Redbeard was not one of them. Yeah, my point exactly. Should be stated, I think, that there's also the, uh, I imagine the, is the, the press conference thing gimmick happening as well today? Tonight? Yeah, it's going right now. I'll check. I'll, I'll tell you if anything good comes up. Copy that. Um, well, let's get into Revolution proper. Of course, great pay per view. I have no idea how they did on tickets. I imagine they did super well. I read Meltzer say something about how they were uh, nearly sold out, it looked like. Um, You know what they say. Revolution is a mystery. You said that you did that bit yesterday.
1: Yeah, uh, I I had to do it
0: again. And it was great. Um, According to WrestleTix, 99.1% capacity. Yeah. Eight thousand two hundred eighty-two tickets distributed. It's pretty good. I thought uh, the crowd
1: was. Uh, I thought the crowd was pretty good. They got it was in- great, and then it got
0: it like stopped for half the show. <laughs> it was the, it was like from Brit Baker to the Sting table spot was like when, just, when the crowd just was farting. It, it was, it, And I, I really noticed it when Moxley... There were some
1: great matches in there. <laughs>
0: there was. There was a really great match in there. I think yeah. it hurt that match a lot. But they, it was really noticeable when Moxley and Danielson were doing the elbow exchange on the outside. They both go yeah. down, and then they pan t- to the wide shot where the crowd's supposed to be going crazy and everyone's sitting on their hands. It's like, oh, Thankfully,
1: man. I've reached the point where, like, I'm so used to no crowds that <laughs> crowd reactions don't affect, like, a match for me. Like, because we went so long without them, and, like, Japan is just claps. So... That's true. You can kind of play with that. But, yeah, they the crowd was weird tonight. Yeah, I watched NXT UK recently, and I... They don't have them anymore. I don't, they had them, and then they got rid of them. That's what I thought. I was
0: like, <laughs> I thought these people had crowds. <laughs> where they are... should. They have decent shows. It was. It was just really like, where are these people? You want to. You want to get to the like maybe the hottest match of the night in terms of crowd reaction? Um. Was I mean there were a lot of hot matches, but I was going to go from the top. Was that Gordon yeah the Tyler? top the t- wait, wait the top as in like. The First match on the card, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, yeah, that's Eddie, what I meant. Eddie Kingston versus Chris. I, I was going to decide what where do we start, and I think just start from the beginning. <laughs> I usually start with the t- world title, maybe the most knows, newsworthy might have been the world title, but honestly, I just want to start here. Eddie Kingston, Chris Jericho, Scotty. Oh Ooh. my god. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I I have to make this joke I was like oh my god is this pro wrestling no one And then you know Eddie Kingston won so I was like no it's not Okay cool uh, I had that joke because You know Jericho's old uh, <laughs> But seriously This match oh this match Got me so into The show it was you know You have them singing Jericho's music louder than loud Right and then as soon as Eddie Kingston's music hits like complete Shift everyone kind of forgets about Jericho they're like okay we hate you again uh Eddie Kingston is our guy the the chance for Eddie throughout the entire match and the way this match started oh my god when he just drops Jericho on his head with the what was it a uh half and half half. yeah that was oh my god instantly and this is the second straight uh pay-per-view for Kingston where he just kicks off his match with just like this unbelievable moment like when he uh hit the spinning back fist to punk in Mm -hmm. the last match uh, Mm -hmm. when they had it. And I was just like, man, this guy gets it. And I said before the match, I said, if Jericho brings back his like brawler side that we saw a lot in Japan, especially um, when he was doing his new Japan and stuff, but also some of the like champion stuff, this is going to be great. And I don't know about you, but I thought this was, great i thought this match was awesome mm-hmm. uh they beat the piss out of each other literally and figuratively <laughs> i just wanted to get the reaction but really i it was fantastic uh best chris jericho match in eons i don't i couldn't even tell you the last good one um it's been a long time probably earlier in the title right um but that he had but we're
0: already going back to what
1: three years from now
0: <laughs> from years yeah probably the
1: cody one maybe that was really good from what I remember. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. But I thought this was probably better than that. I don't remember that one enough. I'll remember this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jericho's, God bless him, by the way, for getting in the shape he's in. All this, he, he just looked so much better in there. Uh, these two beat the crap out of each other. I loved this match. I really did.
0: Uh, it was probably my second favorite match on the entire show. Uh, for me, this was my favorite match on the entire okay. show. This, this match it was my favorite for ever in the it, show so i'm happy you're there it was it was there completely there for me that that king's road style match you're right it was it felt completely like a noah match of old or or any sort of new you know old school old puro style wrestling match um but you're right it's it's old puro it's not new noah where <laughs> Chris jericho would have gone over uh, by like, you know, Eddie Kingston would have done like a flaming spinning back fist and then Chris Jericho <laughs> would have eaten it and then kicked at it too. Um, <laughs> oh man. Uh, but, great. Uh, but great match. I, you know, I'm not fully, I'm not fully back into Jericho. I, you know, I'm not fully into him yet. Right. But I, I yeah. agree that this was one of the, his best matches in a extremely long time. But it also didn't really matter because ultimately this was an Eddie Kingston match. And I'm yeah. here for Eddie Kingston matches. Um, And I yeah. was here for this Eddie Kingston he match. He just
1: brings old school, like you said, he brings old school Kings Road, All Japan, Noah, whatever you want to go. He brings that to the table. I mean, is he as good as kenta kobashi no but is he going to have the heart mm-hmm. and the um, drive that a match like that has absolutely and i think he brings it out of his opponent every single time and there's a reason that he gets the loudest reactions out of anyone on these shows he gets amazing amazing chance through the entire match it was eddie eddie you know, Jericho played to it great too. I have to give him credit for flipping off the crowd. He was aware. He was aware of what was going on. Jericho knew that he was the heel here. And I thought that's just why this worked so well. I loved this match. Definitely my number two on the night you were number one. So it was great. It, it was just great.
0: Uh I'm seeing also that the post show scrum has officially started. Uh, CM Punk said that he is glad the Ring of Honor footage won't be made into some some tab on a shitty, confusing app that's hard to navigate. It was like, yep, that's perfect. (laughs) Now you know that that's that's the kind of quote that you know really may come back to haunt them, assuming HBO or whoever can get get their shit together. But uh, hopefully, if it helps,
1: I much prefer the HBO Max app over the peacock app
0: yeah if if anyone was wondering (laughs) well i just want to say is that i can't wait to watch uh season eight of best in the world Uh, (laughs) um season eight episode one of best in the world terrible um you know this was a great match eddie kingston versus chris jericho was just a phenomenal match my favorite match of the night the half and half start was fantastic the constant eye rakes uh, from yes. Chris Jericho. They were trading it at one point, but ultimately it was Chris Jericho that got it. And then just like the finish of the match, you know, the spinning back fist, Dolce uh, spinning back fist. I'm not using Dolce. For it. Um, yeah, spinning back fist twice a row, then going into the tap out. The stretch plum finish uh, was just so good. And then the utter surprise from Eddie Kingston, not only like god so good you know he's selling the win and he's shocked that he himself got this win you know we we say that this is the the win of his career or whatever which you know maybe you could argue that is true but you know he he wins it and then he's surprised by it he's selling the eye by like keeping it closed he doesn't have Mm -hmm. to do that obviously it's probably not actually hurt but he's doing it anyway he's such a master this guy, oh my God, Eddie Kingston is so good. I tweeted out that you know this is like uh you know a, a match of two wrestling legends for like weirdly different reasons. You know these guys have been in the business for, for you know a decade and decades, and God, it's just you know Chris Jericho obviously you know pretty good. I don't, I'm not loving his stuff as of late, but Eddie Kingston could just pull that one out of him have this outstanding match between the two, and Eddie, everything Eddie Kingston does is great and believable, and he's not, he's not a guy playing a character. He's a guy going out there to fight and win and beat your ass, but even when he gets the win, he's not expecting the win. This man is never expecting to get the win. Oh, so good. He's so good.
1: That world title match that he has whenever he has it against whoever he has it? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be it's going to be what wrestling's all about. That's what it's going to be.
0: And Of course, there's also that post-match angle where uh, Chris Jericho said he was going to shake the hand of Eddie Kingston. But in fact, he did not. So uh, Uh, let me ask you real quick thoughts
1: on Santana and Ortiz uh, joining up with Kingston moving
0: forward. Please, I would yeah. like that. Uh, however, I'm like... A loose alliance, I think, is better than a full-on faction. Yeah, yeah. I I, I would. I think that's a good idea. I, I'm interested, though, because obviously this is not the last match. You know, this is, I think, the yeah. first of a story, really. Because yeah. Chris Jericho's got to get at least one win in. Um, I hope not. I would love it if it was one and done. I would love that, too, and I think that would be better. But I think the fact that Jericho didn't shake his hand out of the respect, yeah. we're going to get more of the two of them,
1: which I think I, we had. We probably had too many matches tonight where I feel like we walked away and we and I said to myself, well,
0: this isn't it. It's it's the you know, every match is like really great. And everyone steps it up, but ultimately it's like. You know the eyes are gonna go have to go to the television. You know what yeah. the the television is here to sell more television and the pay per view and the pay per view is here to sell the television, right. right? I mean that's what is the next thing to watch. It's the television. So you watch the television. So you have to have things that are sl- very much slightly unresolved so that you can do that new stuff. You know TK says there's gonna be new storylines. A lot of the stuff on here, I think there is there's room for new storylines, but I'm just you know. someone had
1: such an amazing
0: response to that. What's they the
1: said? Yeah, I bet WrestleMania one in every pay per view after after had more, new
0: storylines. <laughs> who, like, oh, cool. uh, who could have guessed it? That's cool. Who could have guessed it? But yeah, just phenomenal match between these two. Like I said, I just I just think it's the the best the, to me and my my match of the night. Oh Which in a, a night of many match of the nights.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. There was I uh, I don't think the, the thing about tonight, right. Is if anyone said any of four or three matches, maybe three were their match of the night, I'd be like, Oh yeah. Okay. I get it. I get it. I totally get it.
0: Um, I think that's how great of a night they had overall. Moving on to the AEW World Tag Team title three-way match. It was Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus able to retain their titles against a team of Red Dragon and the Young Bucks? Um, two things. One, I noticed that, and I don't know if this is anything, but I noticed that Red Dragon on their, on their, you know, their, the Patron thing had, yeah, they had like the red and black text. And... I thought to myself that, that was just a red dragon specific thing. Yeah. But, you know, we were purchasing Ring of Honor over here and I wonder if that's anything. I'm going to guess it's just red dragon,
1: but but you never know. <laughs> I guess you never really know cuz they often do those types of things with their nameplate um specifically. They do a lot of different things with that and i don't think i've ever seen
0: anyone else with a color so that's true why would red dragon be the one special one yeah because tony khan likes to do those sort of things i don't yeah, know but you get brian danielson he wears all red everything he does is red that's true um <laughs> uh the other thing uh was that this is the point of the show where my stream constantly was buffering and i just could barely get through this match everyone's throwing stars at it and i'm like Every time we're about to do a big spot, there's a buffer sign for like a full second. Um, Yeah, I I don't stream these because of that exact reason.
1: Yeah. What do you mean you don't stream these? I do pay-per-view on the uh, cable. Really? I did not know this. You're a pay-per-view cable guy. Uh, Yeah, you know why? I don't have to stream it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I don't have to worry about anything buffering. I get to watch it straight, happily. Perfect.
0: Yeah, it, it was like buffering for me here. And then after the match, right before the latter match, it just straight up crashed. And I had to reset, you know, re, you know quit out, reset it. Um, Not great. After that, completely fine.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: Um, oh I will talk about
1: this match then. I please. thought it was everything that the, uh, that the people Online were saying that trios match Was that makes sense the first One the first trios match I thought That's what this was uh, just some Incredible spots by all three Teams uh, you have the grounded team Of red dragon that works so well you have The young bucks being well you know The young bucks and you have uh, Jungle boy and luchasaurus who are a very different Team because one high fly and one's a powerhouse. Uh, I thought I thought these three teams worked really well together. I thought they crafted the match well because you know you have the you have the angle between Red Dragon and the Young Bucks that ultimately comes back to cost them in the end, where Kyle was it Kyle Riley that broke it up when the Young Bucks were about to win? Yeah, I think it was. And uh that would ultimately lead to the demise and a win for Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy uh really really good i do want new tag champs soon i don't have much interest in jurassic express anymore i said this probably i think i said this a few weeks i think i said this during when we previewed the show actually um i i just think they kind of missed the boat on the jurassic express situation but they were cheered pretty loud so i guess i could be wrong it was also when the show was the hottest uh but it's hard to uh it's hard to not come away from a young bucks match where there's multiple teams involved and think anything but that was great, unless it's you know a battle royal, then that doesn't count. Uh so really good match. Um the win I feel like it was very uh predictable, unfortunately. I think that's the one thing that probably hurt it. Um if you if you're gonna crown new champions, it would be cool, but really, really good match. Um as you would expect.
0: Yeah, of what I was able to like catch, you know, obviously of uh, non-buffering situations. I'm go- I know I'm gonna have to go back and watch this to get a proper. There proof. was a
1: great spot
0: where O'Reilly
1: had a guillotine on Luchasaurus. Oh yeah, and <laughs> freaking Jungle Boy hits a shooting star press. And I was like, what? <laughs>
0: what? And then immediately <laughs> after that, Nick Jackson does a 450. Yeah, yeah, that was that was an insane combo. I did not know
1: Jungle Boy could do a shooting star press, so that was also. A like, oh, oh, okay. So
0: you just have that sitting around.
1: Cool. Cool 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 cool. Uh but yeah, it was a really good match. Uh we can move on.
0: Well, yeah, I'm just gonna say is that this match was obviously I mean we kinda knew going into this that the match was gonna be more story than anything, but I think they achieved what I was able to piece <laughs> by piece gleam looking at the puzzle pieces. Looked to be a pretty good match, people enjoyed it, so that's always great. Um Uh, I'm interested to see where the story goes. I agree on the Jurassic Express title reign. It's not really doing anything for me. I would love to see how it's doing on numbers-wise. You know, just to Mm -hmm. see if it's, like, drawing in any capacity. I'd like to see them have a tag title match on Dynamite. That always helps.
1: Getting an idea of uh, how they are doing, because, like, Sammy Guevara's TNT title match against Darby Allen dropped out like that I feel
0: like the time slot is very hard to tell I do too but Darby Allen's
1: a uh, like we know he's a big ratings guy so that's kind of why so I guess if you could put a big ratings team in there I don't really know who that is though
0: besides like the Bucks well maybe it's uh, Mox and Danielson (laughs) mox and danielson versus jungle boy and luchasaurus sound like a perfect matchup and they are rightly in line with what their whole idea is yeah where brian danielson destroys jungle
1: boy <laughs> so good i fucking love brian danielson
0: dude <laughs> he's so good <laughs> he just he just he came to wwe because he wanted to bleed that's Did you see what he said about
1: changing his style he's like yeah i'm designing after Minoru suzuki and yuji nagata so i can wrestle till i'm 50 i was like
0: sure how old is he now 40 he wants to do wrestle yeah. for another 10 years yeah oh my god this man five stars psst, 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 psst. just throwing them all at him <laughs> uh face of the revolution ladder match up next wardlow defeating christian cage keith lee orange cassidy powerhouse hobbs ricky starks a uh, pretty good match here. It looks like Orange Cassie may have gotten injured at some point. Uh, I miss, uh, I missed the spot. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Oh, down and... uh,
1: Keith Lee hummed him. That probably was it. He did what? He threw him over. He threw him over the top rope. Oh, like the Beal? threw him. Yeah, like threw him onto two guys. But he somehow, somehow Keith Lee threw him further than the two guys. So kind of like he touched them and he just landed. It looked hmm. bad.
0: Yeah, it looks like and it looked any, great, but it looked bad. It looked like you got injured but only because then you had Dan Housen, you know, come out at a random ass spot that didn't make any sense, really. I'm already sick of Dan Housen. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for asking. Well, it's partly because he's just doing the same thing over and over again. Uh... And you can hear you know, there's gonna like Hook does the same thing over and over again. So, well, yeah, but Hook was like Hook and Dan Danhausen. Dan Housen. Does that make <laughs> sense? Housen,
1: yeah, it does. Because all Dan Housen does is. Uh, every single time. Has he wrestled on Dark at all yet?
0: No. I guess does not have a match under his belt. This man's been in this company for, what, a month? I know he had a leg injury, but still. Is he going to wrestle? I love it like every time he comes out now, JR is just like sick of it. <laughs> it's just like he's like, I don't care for this man. Um, What did you think of this match? Uh, I I don't. I think it was probably
1: around what everyone felt. I don't think I saw anyone be like, "Oh, that was you know greatest ladder match ever." Uh, you know, it had it was a ladder match. It had its big spots, and it was kind of weird at times when they were like doing the you know the the two the three beef guys wrestling up to the stage and like acting like nothing was happening down at the ring. Um, that was kind of weird, but we know why they did it to eliminate the two um I mean it was fine it was it was it wasn't great it wasn't bad it was pretty good no I, again it was a ladder match it, it was exactly what you'd expect just a lot of plunder uh tables breaking just a lot of stuff that power bomb that right uh Ricky Ricky Starks took mm-hmm. that was. That was a little scary with his neck problems. Not gonna lie. That was a terrifying <laughs> power <problem>. bomb. <laughs> I thought Wardlow and Wardlow like didn't because you could tell uh Wardlow almost went down with him because like he didn't fall off of him. He just kinda stuck,
0: which is why he landed on his neck. Mm-hmm. Uh but shout out to Wardlow, huh? Yeah, man. Shout out for Wardlow getting the win here. Uh, I think we'll talk about more more of him later in the show. He's so over. He is super <laughs> over um over they like the oh, they're doing a batista with the man i thought it was a very solid ladder match same sort of thing that you're talking about very solid ladder match i wish there was more high spots yeah they didn't have a high spot guy they didn't really They yeah because the high spot guy was what orange not really um yeah there was a lot of high spots or more hossness. I feel like we got a lot of facials and I like a lot of people staring at each other, wanting to beat each other up. But I didn't see a lot of like hosses actually going in and fighting each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I I don't remember a single moment other than when they were on the ramp of all the hosses beating each other up. I'm still shocked they didn't put Dante Martin in it. Well... (laughs) Maybe they know that Dante and Darius are going to well, Darius was coming back. So they were like, oh, we'll just do it as a tag team. I guess that would that might make sense. But, like they yeah. knew that was happening. That's true. But I just that thought there true. was way too many facials and there was not enough hostness in the ring. There was hostness no, on, the, they, yeah. on the entrance ramp, but that was really just moving. Yeah,
1: all the hostness was we're all
0: here. Mm-hmm. All right. See you later. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of teasing for future stuff but never really captivating on it. Uh capitalizing. It does seem it. Keith will uh, be fighting Team Taz, though. Yeah. Yeah, which I think will be very good. And we'll get that War Will Hobbs match at some point as well with Keith Lee. <laughs> wow. Um I thought there was also very unique ways of climbing ladders. I didn't, you know, a lot of interesting stuff. That orange Cassidy spot where he's doing the very slow propeller, which I did not enjoy. Um uh because it was just way too slow and it made all the other guys running into it look like idiots. Um but that was a cool spot to like lift him up and then he does yeah. like a, a pull up to climb to the ladder very quickly. I thought that was very fun. Um then you know taking out Wardlow and then Christian climbs it. But then Keith Lee's also just sitting there. It's like there was very unique ladder spots, but it made people look like fools because it's like Keith Lee, why are you still holding the ladder? Let go, man.
1: Yeah, Ryan, I'm not gonna lie. I you just reminded me of the other person. I f- completely forgot Christian Cage was in this match. I was thinking, I was trying to think about it this entire time,
0: and you just reminded me. <laughs> what was Christian Cage's big spot in this match? I don't. I think he was hit, just really he the hit globe. the reverse
1: DDT on uh, Powerhouse
0: Hops off the ladder. That's true, he did do that i think I think if anything, he was just more so the glue just there to make sure everyone's doing a good job. There was a lot of newbies, you know, yeah, a lot of ladder match yep. newbies in this stu- in this match, you know, Warlow may say that he's been doing ladder matches in his backyard for years, but you know ultimately you've never done the ring, baby, never done the yeah. ring, bad boy
1: was uh the announcement after this match
0: uh yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was there uh, after this match, um, Tony Schiavone gets to the entrance ramp. He showed revealed sho- the big ass contract. This <laughs> uh, revealed a big ass contract that uh, says on it, Swerve uh, in big <laughs> capital letters. Um, he reveals that uh, Shane, Str- Shane, Swerve Strickland uh, has officially signed with AEW. Shane comes out, signs the contract. Um, which is great. They t- they talk about great how reaction, t- great reaction. I tweeted about it how I thought that for a guy that was only was in NXT for a bit, you know, got up to the main roster and all that jazz, but never did. You know, like I don't remember him doing it. Like, never did anything ever. huge, but like he he is super popular. Just goes to show how popular it is because the crowd was doing his indie wrestling catchphrase. Like, I don't recall him doing it in NXT. Maybe he was doing it like on 205 Live cutting promos when he was like before he became Swerve the Realist. But I don't remember ever that happening and having the crowd come out and they do the chant. They do the Who's House chant yeah that was awesome i I,
1: I, um i popped for when tony like i called a lot of his matches you know because of the mlw days that actually popped me uh he is going officially by according to the graphic swerve strickland so mm. kept the good parts of his name i'm i'm game yes I, i think that's a good name to go with he felt like and i said this on the podcast earlier um earlier in the day if you haven't listened to it go check it out uh we don't talk about really anything aw except for the swerve stuff um but i said he was the biggest male free agent left he was a star superstar whatever you want to call him in the making and i feel like based off first impressions he felt like it. right he felt like that big star um even even without doing a lot in wwe he became north american champion but that was in front of no one. So he is he is already rid of that stank, the WWE stank that we were talking about. He has mm-hmm. he didn't really he didn't really get touched by it, thankfully. Um so I'm excited to see what Swerve does moving forward. I think Sky is the limit
0: long term. Yeah, he is just ultimately smooth like butter. You yeah. know, just his voice, the way he talks. The way he moves, smooth like butter, and I, I think the, the theme the, song was good. The crowd's already on 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 his back, you know. So yeah. I'm excited to see what do they do with him. I'm excited to see what they do with him. I don't know what they will do with him, but I'm excited nonetheless. Um, put him in the Owen. Yeah, when is the Owen happening? Did they announce ah, it yet? It no, in... they, they did announce it when they started it, right?
1: Yeah, it ends at Double or Nothing, so I think it starts in May.
0: Because Double Nothing's at the end of May, hmm. it's hmm. not a lot of weeks. Let me see if I can check the uh, AEW website to see if I can find some sort of because I remember it was on a graphic. I just don't remember... whose house, Swords House, uh, on Drummer's house. Um, I remember it being on a graphic, so I'll see if I can try to find.
1: Yeah, I was on the uh, oh, here Long we go, Long Island one,
0: uh, Elmont, New York, the the UBS Arena, Long Island show. The Owen Hart begins. That is May 11th. That's- I nailed it. I said May. Yeah, it's like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's not even three weeks. I oh, know yes, it is. It is. It's, uh, it's the 11th, then the 18th, then Dynamite in Vegas on the. What is this day? The 25th. Rampage is the 27th. Yeah, it's 100% could be Rampage as well. But that's yeah. yeah, three weeks and then double or nothing would be the finals.
1: I'm, yeah, so they'll do rampage too. They're doing a women's and men's. So I'm guessing eight person brackets.
0: Probably that would make sense. That would probably make sense. Definitely not as many as I think we all hoped, but probably. Yeah, I'm interested to see what it's going to be. Uh, what happens when you win the Owen? Do you get anything if you win the Owen? Do we know this? They haven't. They have said like
1: nothing. <laughs> I guess they're we'll, just like it's happening.
0: I guess we'll find out more uh, in like a month or two. I, I go in
1: AEW in a oh, month. Very exciting. Ooh. It was my first wrestling show in since uh the second ever AEW. So that's pretty It's gonna cool.
0: be a Dynamite, big Dynamite, big different, Dynamite. big different uh show. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean the main the main pop that show was uh the inner circle being together for the first time and uh private party being the young bucks in the tag team tournament. Mm, great show, yeah. Great show. We um, speaking... also did ketty Omega versus Joey Janela in like the lights out match on Dark.
0: Yes, that was also <laughs> a great was, match. Uh, so speaking rad. of people that weren't on the first couple of shows, Jade Cargill with Mark Sterling uh, defended her title or AEW TBS title against Ty Conti with Anna J. Um, a lot of people who were no not who are currently in the company that were not there. Episode two. Um, what do you think of this match? It was better than the world women's world title match. I agree.
1: Kind of. Yeah, I agree. I, mean, I agree. It, it wasn't great. I'll tell you that. Like this match wasn't that good, but I thought it it got the job done. I mean, I keep saying that, but that's what this was. Um, I thought Jade looked pretty good.
0: Uh, yeah, well, I thought. It I was, mean, well, let
1: me say, Jade always looks good. But not saying, you know. But uh, I liked her uh, Mortal Kombat. I could not remember the character for the life of me. um But I thought I thought the she's a star, right? Like this goes back to the little star thing. That's what she is. And I thought <laughs> I saw Taika. I was like, oh, when did she join House of Black? Did I miss something? uh Because you know that was like exactly like Malachi. they just moved it over to the middle of her face. Um, but I got the job done. Um, Ty Conchi, I know a lot of people are high on her. I think she's serviceable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Jade could uh, win for Jade in the end. Uh, it got a little sloppy towards the end. But again, whatever.
0: Yeah, I thought this was a good match between Conti and Jade. You know, like you said, they can be a bit sloppy um, in their matches and in their individual matches. But I think they were able to put a good serviceable job you know to avoid that that sloppy tag you know uh, it wasn't you know i it wasn't the worst match on the show um uh, no. it, it was better than the the world's womens title um you know that's that stinks to say that like oh you know it's probably the second best match on the show or second worst match on the show maybe but i don't know
1: yeah, it was. <laughs> uh,
0: I believe I believe Jade's uh, was cosplaying as Jade from Mortal Kombat. Oh, that was the that's hilarious. Yeah. I just remember
1: it being from Mortal Kombat. I don't remember any of the Mortal Kombat people besides. Uh, see, I don't Johnny Cage. Perfect, that works.
0: Um, yeah, no, I think it was a perfectly good match. You know, it was better than I expected. Expectations were low, anyways. So. It was the match I was least excited for. Right, mm-hmm. so. There you go. I think it did its job then. Yeah, yeah. Just like the hook match. Didn't overstay its welcome. That's true. There's only seven minutes long, so (laughs) definitely not. Any longer, and we would still be recording, so it doesn't really matter. (laughs) CM Punk match now. The dog collar match. CM Punk defeats MJF in 26 minutes and 48 seconds. The most
1: highly anticipated match of the night. Um... It was exactly what both both of us expected in terms of the blood shed. Uh, CM Punk was gushing from essentially start to finish. But uh, if we're going to talk about what CM Punk did, I think we got to start at the entrance. The entrance that popped the world. You know, he's wearing the old Ring of Honor shorts. Was this what he wore in his match with Raven? Is this exactly what he wore?
0: Uh, is it his exactly, Might have been. Let me, I'll look that up. I don't know if it's exactly uh, what he wore, but it's all right. Yeah, There's definitely a picture his, going around.
1: Had his old Ring of Honor theme song, very cool. Um, I saw someone say it was the Terminator theme song. I said, That's not, no, it's not, it's it, uh, it's not. Uh, so very cool, very good vibe of that MVF sold that off well. He kind of like looked like he was seeing a ghost. Um, and then they got to the match and it, it it went.
0: Yes, it was the exact attire he wore at the Raven match. Okay. Yeah. So I was right. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
1: Uh, so I like this match a lot. I will start off by saying I like this match a lot. It's it's exactly what I expected. Um, good back and forth between these two. They just beat the snot out of each other. Now, I know a lot of people have this as their match of the night. It is not my match of the night. That was really good, though. I thought it can, It was a great way to write another chapter in this feud. That is not over, by the way. For all those who hope it's over, they're going to have a third match down the line. Whether it is in the near future, probably not. I don't think so. Uh, but it feels like the third match will maybe be a world title match. Maybe you save it. Maybe you don't have to rush to it. I don't know how you feel about that, but I don't think you rush to a third match. I think you can... Now you can wait after such a bloody match and the way this match ended, of course I think you can now go a different way uh, for the time being or at least that's my opinion um I enjoyed it a lot though they 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 beat the crap out of each other for our entertainment. What am i I'll never appreciate that. I'll never not appreciate that I should say um it's late so leave me alone. It's not, it's not late, it's technically early, but <laughs> pain. Um, but yeah, really you wanted really to do the live reaction show. Well, we, we we it was either this or it was gonna be ice cold takes, buddy. And I think ice cold takes would have sucked. That's so true. I think this was the better decision. We're not doing this for WrestleMania though. We'll do this for only AEW pay per views on Sundays. Um I think that's fair. <laughs>
0: WrestleMania is like in what, three weeks? it's so boring they just keep announcing celebrities for it
1: yeah we'll talk about the saturday show and then we'll be like yeah whatever um but back to back to punk and mjf great match uh very good story very good story driven match which i think is exactly what a lot of us expected um i probably had my expectations a little too high i'll admit that which is why I was probably a little lower than others, but not too low to uh, hurt a rating or anything. I thought the match was great.
0: Yeah, I thought this was another outstanding match. You know, you got AFI Punk coming out, old school, same tag ring attire as the Raven match. You know, just a simply great bloody match of great finish. To answer your question about it being a, getting a third match if we do i don't think it's going to be for a while only because that they've been stressing that mjf has beaten him twice so i feel like they were kind of cheekily cheekily treating this as the third match you know kind of quote unquote not really per se but you know in a way this is the third match i think if anything the uh, you know we saw in the finish that you know, MJF calls out for Wardlow. Wardlow comes out. MJF asks for the ring. Wardlow says, I don't have it. Uh, punk, <laughs> Punk. Uh, I forget what he Punk does. Just like a back body drop, I think, to MJF to the yeah. thumbtacks. CM Punk looks up. Wardlow's like, oh, wait, I do have Oh, no, ring. he hit the GTS, GTS. and he GTS. fell into it. That's what it was. Uh, but Punk looks up to see uh, Wardlow. He's like, oh, Wardlow's like, all right, I do got the ring. I'll just place it right here looking straight at punk i'm just gonna put it right here available to who grabs it ginormous pop biggest ginormous pop of the pop. match it, i was about to say it 100 felt like the biggest pop of the ma- n- match which really goes to show how over wardlow is if he has the biggest match biggest pop of the match here um but yeah then punk uses that to beat him up i think Uh, And and to get the win, I think legitimately, you know, you could do a third match, but I think you could also spiral MJF out to going save it uh, into Wardlow. I think MJF said he wasn't going to take the title shot from Wardlow. But honestly, I think this is exactly what you do. You have MJF say you cost me my match. I'm going to cost you yours. Give me that thing. He's going to be like, no. And you're like, what are you going to do about it? Nothing. Well, I'm going to fire you. And you know all about blah. do all that stuff. Uh, and MJF is going to uh, take the TNT title shot. Uh, and then he'll be it'll be him against Sammy. And then I think MJF wins.
1: It's interesting, isn't it? It's really interesting because... Right, MJF. I think we all have as the next world champion. I think a lot of us have agreed on that. So, does he do it at double or nothing? Do we wait a little longer? Does he win the TNT title? There's a lot of ways to go here. I like the way you're pitching. It definitely sounds reasonable. It's either that or he screws Wardlow in the match. There's that. Those are the two options. Right, right. Um, so. I think it's definitely interesting and they do they do the Wardlow versus MJF match instead at double or nothing and push MJF's eventual title shot to all out perhaps I think that could work I think Hangman's been killing it I don't think he should be losing the title if he doesn't need to right like I Hangman has not missed yet as world champion in my opinion um so I think that that's a reasonable way to go if you want to do TNT title, maybe MJF, but you don't. You also don't want to stockpile too many losses for MJF. I think that's a problem that you have to avoid. Um, you don't want him to, you know, win the TNT title with Wardlow's opportunity, go to double or nothing, lose the title to Wardlow, and then go. Or you could do that because there's so much room between double or nothing and all out. Mm-hmm. It's just
0: you have to really
1: heat him back up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which I think is also something completely possible. I think I think it's something that they can easily do, quite honestly. And yeah. I think it's possible. I think it would be great. But yeah, you know, I, I I just see this as they spiral out the MJF Wardlow story and really, you know, really go to her. It feels like he's at the biggest he'll be. Let's formally do it. Let's and it's just going to be heat. It's going to be heat up until you know, maybe Wardlow stays with them up until Maxwell officially loses it, right? Yeah. Probably and, get a new
1: heater for the Pinnacle.
0: Yeah, Jake Hager's not doing anything. Um, That was more of a joke. I don't want to see Jake Hager doing, any, doing anything. I don't, I don't either, but it, it kind of is reasonable. He's kind of, you know, not likable at all. Claudio? No, he doesn't really fit. Who's yeah, that's probably heater. someone up there. He a good heater. For Jake, MJ?
1: something mm. clean them all up. Jake, clean them all up. Maybe very similar uh, to Wardlow.
0: Very similar to Wardlow. I think does, that'd be intriguing. Does MJF still need a heater? Probably.
1: He's a he's a old school heel. I think he needs something just for the hell of it. I mean, you could always just keep FTR and Sean Spears.
0: Or you can also just have Tully with him more. That's true. As sort a yeah, manager role. This match was great. You know, easily match of the night contender, and just another yeah. great outing. It was my number three. If anyone wants to know. CM Punk was. CM Punk is great. Bleeding yeah, buckets, man. Bleeding buckets.
1: Yeah, we're about to. We're gonna I'm about to get through the
0: next couple matches fast. AW Women's World Title Match, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, defeating Thunder Rosa. What happened here? Oh, so bad. What happened? I I, I don't know. I guess
1: I guess Tony Khan sent a plane to Japan and said, give me evil. That's what happened. That's what happened. House of Torture all over this shit, but worse. You know why? Because at least evil is a good wrestler. That's the shot at Britt Baker that I needed to have. This was not good. This was not good. This was the worst match of the night. Uh, and here's the thing. Here's the thing about Thunder Rose and Britt Baker. I think they had a good match before that lights out match. They had a good singles match. I remember it. It was pretty solid. It was probably the best match I'd seen Britt Baker in to that point in terms of a very regular wrestling match. That's my opinion. So I thought, okay, they can do it again. Britt Baker. She was, she was bumping late. I don't know if you noticed that. Like a lot of her reactions were late to some of Thunder Rosa's moves. They just didn't feel connected. Like it it just felt so off the entire time. And even when it started to heat up, then you had the interference and it just killed it. Right. She kicks out of the, uh, she kicks out of the curb stomp onto the belt, Mm -hmm. but then she loses later to a regular curb stomp, And I'm like, Oh, okay. Whatever. Sure. Um, someone made a good point to me on Twitter, though. Uh, St. Patrick's Day Slam. One, is the year anniversary of that match. Two, it's in Thunder Rosa's hometown.
0: Well,
1: there you so, go. There you go. The story go. is right yeah. there. Yeah, and they already set up the match this coming week. Uh, Layla Hirsch versus Thunder Rosa, which you know, could be pretty good. Uh winner is the number one contender I think steel cage potentially
0: I, oh Bring I think, back the they, cage they did specifically say that the winner of that match will face Bert Baker at slam, yeah, so steel cage, maybe, hmm? I think
1: you gotta do a stipulation if you run it back, yeah, at this point,
0: point. and I they only know. have
1: one steel cage two? two 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 to
0: two to their name so far, I don't know. You know, it's just. Are you? Would you be excited to see that? At this
1: point, I will be excited to see Britt Baker lose that title. Yes,
0: I feel like I feel like this is one of the. I feel like this this storyline and match currently, are you know, and you know it's exactly what like Cody's doing with W B. This is a big fumbled bag moment. It's a fumbled bag, but the title belt. The let's talk about doesn't... the
1: best part of the whole match the new belt baby the belt's it's beautiful. a beauty
0: the new belt is beautiful
1: i i looked down i looked back up i was like is that a new belt <laughs> and i was like this is and i you know at the time i was like if santa rosa wins that means the last three champions all had a different belt What is this which thing? would have been
0: wild what is this the tnt title um nice good joke <laughs> It's, it's it's I, really good it's a really good belt way better than the match itself which was disappointing complete opposite of the match um yeah just honestly wasn't fully there you're right in the connection of this match wasn't fully there and house of torture maybe it's probably because you know this is supposed to be like this big nemesis feud and then like there's no proper build it's just kind of bullshit and i don't care It's like it.
1: here have it i was like <laughs> i don't want it thanks
0: but Rosa did get the visual pin, visual tap, so yeah, we know that she can win. So. a two visual pins. Also, a lot of tombstones. A lot of tombstones. <laughs> a lot of a lot of, head, a lot of head stuff today. Yeah, three matches, three tombstones. Remember when it's CM Punk the- headbutt uh MJF in the crotch? That was weird. That was- <laughs> I'm gonna, I gotta watch. I have it on my thing at at work the piper versus valentine dog collar match and i feel like that sequence is probably stolen directly from that match (laughs) so i was like i'm gonna go watch that match later all right let's let's move on (laughs) john moxley versus brian danielson 20 minutes of hardcore violence not hardcore violence but perfectly violent um wrestling Unscripted violence, as John Moxley's t-shirt says. Some would argue
1: this match had unscripted violence. Ah, uh, boy, did I love this. This was my uh, match of the night. Just, just barely edging out uh, Kingston and Jericho. Just barely. I thought if the crowd was hotter, it would have been even better. That's the whole thing. If the crowd had been not absolutely ridiculously tired, um, I thought it would be even better, but oh, I love this match. These two just, they hit each other as hard as they possibly could. I love Danielson working the body with his kicks. Like that was just like such a little addition to the match that I absolutely adored. Um, Danielson just, you know, being so cocky and then Moxley doing the um, jumping jacks after getting the best of danielson and they just kept trading back and forth and it started to become like okay this is less respect and this is more i want to destroy you i want to wreck you and i think you made a good point earlier that headbutt spot where and the forearm spot on the outside that should have been where the crowd roared but the crowd was just gone at that point they did the big pan out and you were like they obviously planned it to be there (laughs) yeah and it just it didn't work as well of course this is when they both got bloodied um so we nailed that, that this would indeed go bloody. And uh, I really, really love the finish of this match where Danielson does his kicks, you know, his head kicks, uh, bashes his head in, then puts on the triangle that he's been winning with a lot lately. He does the pose, and then he's like, oh, shit, Moxley's not out. And he starts throwing elbows at him, throwing elbows at him, and just when it seems like Moxley's done, he perfectly tilts over, you know? There was no... I think that was what made it so perfect. There was no uh, mistake on when he did the flip over. He perfectly bridged yeah. and one, two, three. And it even kind of looked like for a second, I thought Danielson's shoulder was up. Uh, it wasn't, but I did have to go back and just check that real quick because it did slightly look like that, which is why the complaint made more sense. Mm-hmm. But I thought, I thought it was just a great match. These two, again, brought absolute violence towards one another. Uh, it was everything I wanted it to be. And somehow the
0: post-match was even better. I was about to say, honestly, for me, the post-match was the best thing about this entire match. This was a great match. That post-match was just out of nowhere. It was perfection. um, Lord Regal, as Tony Khan is referring him as in the media call, uh, Lord Regal showed up out of nowhere um, to break up Moxley and Danielson, slap them around a bit, and force them to um, come together and show their respects, Code of Honor style um i don't know what this means i don't know what it means moving forward jr on commentary alludes to the fact maybe this is a tag team and i love the idea of a tag team with manager william regal i think that's great i think william regal top down tony khan mentioned the media scrum tony khan said that lord regal provides uh it was very surprised by him getting uh released and believes that he is going to provide a lot of uh knowledge to uh, this company, and I think I agree, and I agree. Um, he should run Ring of Honor. Is that, is that a shoot, or is
1: that a... That's a shoot. No, we talked about it earlier on the podcast, who could potentially you know, be the main guy in Ring of Honor. Feels like William Regal could do that.
0: I don't know if he's the creative, but I think he's certainly the... He can help train and be like a a management guy.
1: I don't know. He worked on creative and NXT with, he was worked really close with
0: triple H. Did he, did he actually have, I thought he was just on screen general manager. No, no. He like, well,
1: he was a, he was an agent too, like type thing.
0: Mm. Um, Not an agent
1: scout. He was a scout, but I think he has such an eye and such a knowledge that I think he could at least do a lot of work with the ring of honor, whatever they end up doing. But I am, I'm so excited for these two to team with William Regal being like, listen, you two, just fucking stop. Fucking, fucking stop. Uh, Lee Moriarty tweeted after the match. He's like, that's the type of violence that I want to have. Like, that's what I want. And I just instantly was like, oh, they're starting to tease this, aren't they? They even put the three in the video package. They do know? Well, they didn't put Moriarty. They put Garcia and uh, Will Uda. But are you going to get it? Or is that William Regal's just going to be like, listen, you all need to fucking work together and we're just going to kill everyone. Um, I think in the end, it's possible that you know Moxley's the one that breaks away, but I just love the idea of Danielson, Regal, and Moxley for any amount of time. This is the most exciting thing to come from the show for me.
0: I'm, I'm just thinking about Regal uh, being in charge of Ring of Honor, and I think just thinking on a kayfabe perspective, what if Ring of Honor is... The, made them do the honor thing. Yes, they did. What if Ring of Honor is the the training ground school for Regal Danielson and Moxley? Like it, ca- like kayfabe. I did say Daniel Garcia earlier. Right? Kayfabe, kayfabe, wise, right? Like we yeah. need to be showing people how the technical skill, but the violent side of it. You know. So, Something that Ring of Honor has also always had. Yeah. Hmm.
1: I like it. I like it. I'm so excited about all this. That's it, it was. It was such a great surprise because I didn't expect it. They didn't play music or anything. No. William Regal just stormed down. They didn't need to slapped Moxley right in the face, and Moxley just was like, "Okay, I'm sorry." And Danielson's laughing behind him, and Regal goes. Pfft. What are you laughing at?
0: <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent, like a professor, and then like his two shit stained like students that work great together but don't get along. He's like, no, 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 I'm getting get to put you together. Give me the first tag match
1: on dynamite. I don't care who they face. Just do it. Just have them face
0: two point oh. It doesn't matter. Dee 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 dee. It's a good theme song. Um tornado six man tag team match. is that next. We got <laughs> this was this was me when the match started too. Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, Sting versus Andrade El Idolo, Isaiah Cassidy, Matt Hardy. Uh with the good guys getting the win. Um I thought this was a really good match. I thought this was a really, really good match. Um, the obvious the, you know, a lot of great spots, Darby Doing a, a coffin drop dive to Jose, the assistant, in a trash can. um, uh, Sammy Guevara and Isaiah Cassidy doing a Spanish fly off of two tables that, that, that idiotic <laughs> didn't break. Neither table broke. You know, they just broke there was the no legs. padding. There was nothing. No they padding. Just... They went. Uh, one table didn't break at all. The other table, the legs collapsed with underneath it. But that was it. That looked painful as all hell.
1: Well, cause the ramp is slippery.
0: Yeah. It was such a stupid. But what they needed, spot. what they needed, was cardboard boxes. That's what we needed. Um, and then, of I course, the cardboard. Speaking of cardboard, uh, I don't know about it, it was the tables or the man doing it, but Jesus Christ, Sting jumped off of a balcony and did a fucking stinger splash through four tables to Andrade. Oh my God, Sting's insane, huh? Sting. Just Sting's turned. Said, I never retired. I believe he just turned 62 two weeks ago. <sighs> you know, Mock Danielson's guess. out here saying that he wants to go to 50. <laughs> Sting's like, all right, well, bud, let me go to 60. Yeah. I, um,
1: hell yeah to Sting. I mean, Sting, every time he has a match, he goes all out. Uh, they're real highlights. Like, I, I sat there when they were walking out. I was like, oh, shit. I've heard Sting was this. this is probably going to be pretty fun. And it was it was a lot of fun. Um, it was it was plundered to the extreme. It was a street fight without being a street fight. It was uh, it was just it was just a lot of fun. Um had <laughs> a point in the show where I was done having fun. <laughs> they were able to bring out the fun uh, once again. I did think it was interesting that Sandra Guevara had the first entrance. Sting had the second entrance. And then Darby Allin, the guy who isn't the legend nor the champion, mm-hmm. had the last entrance. And I was like, hmm, I wonder who's over out of these three. Uh, so, yeah, had, uh, good for Darby. I, Matt Hardy was there. Um, <laughs> the, the, the finish to this match was putrid. It was terrible. Because Darby Allen completely
0: missed the coffin drop. And it wasn't his fault. Matt Hardy
1: was just so far away.
0: That Hardy was just out of position. He tried, but he just couldn't get there. <laughs> he got nowhere close. <laughs> I was like,
1: oh, oh, it's over. I mean, I can believe that the thing through the uh, chair was the end. I could have believed that. So I was fine with it, but I was like, oh, well.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think the heels played the role in this spot. I mean, it was more about just having sheer numbers for AHFO, but uh, all the memorable stuff came from the baby faces, which I think is exactly what this match needed to be. And I think this match was very good that, you know, I, I thought it was a very good match. And then the Sting's <laughs> Sting spot blew me out of the water. Remember when Sting came into this company and we all thought that he'd just be like, maybe, maybe a match here and there. I wouldn't be able to go. And, you know, he would to be like a manager for Darby or something.
1: Sure, did I, I still ask myself why did they even try to do the uh theatrical match if he could have
0: done all this? <laughs> the man, the man is 62 and he's just god, he's great. He was younger then, <laughs> yeah. so good.
1: Happy uh, stings here.
0: I'm happy stings here. I'm happy to see more of this, whatever it is. I'm happy to see more of it. Also, like his psychic. his face paint was Jokerish, which also played in very nicely into that finish. When he looked around and he looked like Joker Sting a little bit, yeah. just the tense. you know, it was just like, oh, god damn. This thing's great. Um, Let's finish this damn thing. Main event <laughs> AEW world title match. Adam Cole, Adam Page. Adam Page gets the win, 26 minutes on the dot. What did you think of this match?
1: I liked it. I liked it a lot. I, uh, I thought this was... I mean, out of all the title defenses, for me, probably the my lead. It wasn't the Danielson one. I'll say that, okay? It wasn't the Danielson ones. Either one, I like them both more. Um, The Archer one, probably. Better. I don't know. Either way, I liked it a lot. Uh, it was adam cole looked really good i think that uh i thought it was interesting to see him do the main event because i know a lot of people were worried he would have his nxt takeover main event stinkage on him because Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't like his his style um at least that i've seen
0: uh there's a tweet that's really great uh at ross w berman the fourth tweeted uh, Hangman Page has suffered through a 60-minute draw, a Texas deathmatch, and now the most grueling match of all, an NXT TakeOver main event. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Uh, that's that's very funny. Uh,
1: I, I, I really like the match, though. Um, I thought Hangman's just so good. And I don't like to be that guy that said, I told you so, because we didn't have this podcast when I was telling everybody so. But I told everyone so. I knew Hangman was going to be great. People just needed to believe me. Um, and he is great. He's having the best title reign so far. I think by far in terms of match quality alone. Um, he's had, you know, he has the two Danielson ones. He has a great match with Archer. I think now you can add this one to uh, just a really good collection of matches by hangman, Adam Cole. Uh, You know, a lot of super kicks and whatnot, but that's the, that's Adam Cole. We're not going to get rid of those all of a sudden. Um, I thought he, he sold it really well um could have done without the uh red dragon dark order stuff i think that was my only complaint about it it was a takeover it, it was a
0: takeover main event the undisputed I have to be there
1: it didn't affect it as much as i thought it would either
0: yeah you, you're making noises that you don't make during the day my cat my cat, just jumped up onto the the shelf but i think he hit his head or something as he did that and now he's trying to get behind the shelf. Oh, uh, but he's but these cats. So yeah, these cats. <laughs> it's one in the morning and they're sleepy, and so they're going to be nuisances until I'm in bed. So that they because because okay. they can't be in bed until we're in bed, and by uh, bed oh. I mean our bed. That that yeah, I, I got you, I get you. You Well, know.
1: let's just finish this up
0: then. Uh, yeah, because my cats I, are being annoying.
1: <laughs> I like this match a lot. I it, I was so tired by the time it started, like not tired as in like. I wanted to sleep, but just overall exhausted from how much great wrestling we got. But I will say, this was another great match I enjoyed a lot.
0: Yeah, the the main event doesn't necessarily have to be like the best possible match ever, right? You know, because the by the point time the main event rolls around, you're going to be tired. So in a weird way, it doesn't have to be like the best match ever. Just got to be exciting. Yeah, which I think it was. Uh, I, I think Adam Cole should just be doing super kicks for every single move he does. Um, he basically did it here, and it was great every single time. So I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not complaining. The moonsault one was great. The moonsault one was great. And nice, like it's an NXT takeover, so a nice ricochet callback. Um, the King, ricochet, the intercontinental champion. King Ricochet, uh, you yeah, know, I think it was very good. Uh, I liked that the only belt Adam Cole uh was able to get from this match was one tied around his wrist. Um, that was very, very nice little, nice little thing. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm glad Adam Adam Page retained. It makes sense. Makes complete sense. Um, you know, I just. I just can't wait to see more of Adam Page and I'm interested to see where this goes. I think I think we need now a story for us to dive in deep with Adam Page. I agree. We've had a lot of short stuff. Yeah. Um He's
1: probably gonna have one more title match before double or nothing, if I had to guess.
0: Yeah, I would I would bet as much as well. But I just I think we need to now finally have a multi month story with him. Um, who that can be? Who's available? Pack, let's do let's get him let's get him in there. CM Punk, perhaps. CM Punk, Chick Magnet Punk himself. Um, Pack would be cool, but that's probably
1: more of a TV one. Um- Darby. It could work if they ever let Andrade win. They that could have happened, but they don't let him win, so that's not
0: happening. Um, Eddie Kingston. Mm. I mean, no, he's gonna, they're, they're going to be doing more Chris, do Chris Jericho stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could do Chris Jericho. Well, I think he's also going to be doing more Eddie Kingston stuff.
1: But so. I, but I think by double or nothing, it's possible.
0: Well, I, I, I'm just thinking, uh, I guess, yeah, I guess when I say multi-month, it would probably be two double. It's probably nothing.
1: a match you want to run back, right? Christian, like the idea of that's who Hangman Page lost to
0: when the AEW be, world title, you're was right? Won. It would be full circle for him to win, to defeat Jericho. I mean, it's definitely not a match I need, but it makes sense. Um
1: why can't I think of like the entire AEW roster? I just watch every single person wrestle.
0: I'm just looking at a list list people who I would think could be a good ch- title challenge. These are people that are good title challenges, and you can tell me whether or not you can see a multi month program with them. Ready? All right. Um, let's start off with Brian Cage. No. <laughs> I think he's a good challenge, maybe. Sure.
1: Yeah, they had that really good match, actually, um, at Double or Nothing last year.
0: Uh, Chris Jericho we talked about. CM Punk we talked about.
1: Yes, the both.
0: Darby we talked about.
1: Probably.
0: Eddie we talked about. What about Dustin? No. Good challenge? Good one-off challenge? Cody. Cody would be a multi-month program.
1: Cody would be a smart multi-month Multi-month program. Imagine that. He said, I'm leaving. And then he comes back right for a world title shot.
0: Jay Lethal. God, no. Jay Lethal is just going to go back to Ring of Honor. <laughs> um, yep. Keith Lee, I think what he's going to do FTW. You no, know, it's a horrendous sighting. I don't, I don't think just bad, bad stuff. Um, Where are we? Where are we? Miro.
1: Miro, I don't know if it's a multi-month, but it's definitely a title challenge.
0: Pack, we sort of talked about.
1: Yeah. <sighs> hmm. <laughs> when you look at the AEW roster, they don't have that many like certified main adventures.
0: It's really that that upper mid card. Yeah. I'm just looking at like who is the upper mid card here? They still need a lot of people to make the jump. Well, we can't do
1: Danielson, right? We can't do Moxley. That's two main eventers.
0: Yeah, I'm assuming they're in a tag team.
1: Well, remember,
0: they did a Lance Archer title match, so That's anyone's true. on the table. That's true. That is true. Tony Nese, is he on the table? No. I mean, multi. you want a multi-month program. I mean, CM Punk or MJF or Pack. I think Pack could be multi-month maybe i mean i would i wouldn't say no i would enjoy it
1: orange like think about if you did pack you could do like hangman and john silver and alex reynolds versus death triangle
0: it just doesn't really feel like i'm just looking at the roster now and thinking about it It it's like i don't really know there's nothing obvious no, it just doesn't feel like there's anything obvious right now. And anyone like that would like CM Punk is the only guy. Eddie Kingston, and CM, no, CM Punk, CM Punk and Darby are probably the two guys who are the best pitches MJF. for that and MJF. But I think MJF, it could be can be, you know, be distracted by Wardlow for a bit. CM yeah. Punk and and Darby don't have anything right now. Mm hmm. You know, they, if they're doing something new, then I think they they could do world title match.
1: What a weird roster! We say it's like the most. It's definitely like the most impressive, uh, at least on the men's side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we can't put together anything because, well, a lot of people have directions too that we're not naming. Like again, Danielson, Moxley, um, Kenny's not there. Uh, also, I don't think you want to do Kenny again. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Just, I think Ricky Starks could be a title match if they wanted to heat him up.
0: I think they have a lot of title matches, but I'm looking at programs. I guess they can make a program out of anything. They That's just,
1: true. That's true. You're but You just got to heat someone up.
0: Michael Do Nakazawa.
1: Wanna... All right. Let's we'll end the show. <laughs> Okada. Sorry. It's just Cody. Just Jay White. <laughs> oh. Uh, maybe oh by the way the uh dead eye i just want to put this up dead eye through the table insane not the craziest spot of the night but still absurd because there's like very little protection on what they're doing there they're just he just pretty much
0: picks adam cole up he hangs and they fall through I don't. I think the missed opportunity here. Did they never, not once, do the Panama Sunrise counter into the Dead Eye? They did not. That would cool. go two star match. Two star match. Then
1: <laughs> one star. Actually, worse than Brit versus. <laughs>
0: what did you think of Adam Cole's outfit when he walked out? Oh, the Halo. Yeah,
1: I liked it. I thought it was funny. I know he loves Halo. Um, if you like listen to him do any interview ever, he absolutely loves that game. So I was like, oh, that's probably cool for him.
0: What do you think of him spending uh, years in the Performance Center learning how to look at the hard cam and he comes out on the entrance and he doesn't know where it is? I think it's pretty funny. I think, I think if it doesn't sum up the, the quality of the performance. Well, they were on a different side, too. Oh, man. Well, this guy spent years looking where the hard cam is. He still can't find it, even when he switched the sides on him.
1: I can't wait for uh, Kenny to come back so like this this Red Dragon Young Bucks Adam Cole thing can like get sped up because they, they were like, hey, Jay White's here. Hey, Jay White's gone.
0: i think they're i think they're teasing it now that now that uh um what's his face don Callis is back i think we're getting him sooner than we i originally thought if i had my way i think double or nothing is when we'll see that match by the way if i had my way the Mm -hmm. multi the
1: multi-month program would be jay white but i don't have my way so
0: yeah yeah, well, I I think the program is the thing. I'm very intrigued to see what that could be. I I would like to see a program to sink my teeth in. I think this title reign needs one. Yeah, but you know I you know I don't know how long or short this is going to be. That's the problem. And I don't MJF is feel like the person, but I feel like MJF is going to be against Wardlow, so maybe someone like CM Punk is a good idea. I don't know. And then MJF beats Page, and that's sort of like a win over CM Punk for MJF.
1: Yeah, kind of. Darby made sense for a, a pay-per-view match, too. But yeah. I don't think you want to turn either one heel, so probably not.
0: Darby is a good, like, month program, April month program for yeah. a title defense on TV.
1: We also have to remember that the AEW World title has never been defended in the main event of Double or Nothing. So just worth just worth uh, keeping an eye on that. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Because it wasn't, it didn't exist the first time, and we had two fucking stadium stampedes. The second one sucks.
0: So at this rate, at this rate, we're gonna get a h a versus Darby, Sammy, Sting, and hmm.
1: yeah, Jeff Hardy's jumping off the top of the stadium.
0: Yeah, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy will be the fourth guy versus uh, private party, Matt Hardy, and Andrade. Yeah. <sighs> sure. Why not Who I mean cares? I hope
1: it doesn't happen. <laughs> let's end this damn show let's go to bed.
0: yeah thank you everybody for listening to this bonus episode of ring post radio um uh yeah it's uh to give the time update is 1 44 a.m that stinks to read and say.
1: <laughs> I feel so bad for Ryan. I'm gonna wake-
0: sleep like a baby. yeah I wake <laughs> up in like five hours um four maybe uh, and i gotta edit this at some point too um I'll, I'll do it in the morning when i wake up um but yeah thank you everybody for listening i hope you enjoyed this bonus episode uh make sure you subscribe to the ring post radio podcast feed uh wherever you are listening to this uh you know this was obviously just audio so uh, if you're listening, if you typically watch us on on social media when we're live streaming the show, make sure you subscribe so you can get these bonus episodes when they do come out. Um, well, we would uh, love for you to do so. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Ryan C and also at Scott E. Wrestling. Um, Rock and Masters of the Week because we already did that with yesterday's show. Um, but you can also listen more of our thoughts, I guess, for yesterday's show for Ring Post Radio, episode 29, where we talk about a different bunch of different things. Um, but just definitely count on network. We have Pure, which also came out today. you just as deaf is going to come out tomorrow with an interview, I think. Uh, so a lot of fun stuff on its way. Um, but that is it for this week's episode, this bonus episode of Ring Post Radio. We will see you all on our proper time slot morning show on Sunday. Uh, we will see you then. Goodbye.